Hello, my name is Rachel Shear, and this is the podcast Let's Sexplore It. So before I introduce our guests, um, I just wanted to quickly tell everyone about the book that I just launched. It's called Date to Find Your Soulmate. It's on Amazon now. You can get the ebook, the paperback, or the hardback. And there are a lot of great tidbits about dating, relationships. I tell personal stories of crazy dating experiences I've had. And you'll learn a lot about yourself and how you should date. So Date to Find Your Soulmate is on Amazon now. And you can go to my website, lovelaughleisure.com if you want any relationship advice or you just don't understand what relationship coaching is. So for the podcast today, Let's Explore It, I actually have a few people here. There's a group of women called Toss It Out, and we have two members with us today right now, Rosa and Victoria. And so Rosa, tell me about how you guys got started with this, with your group. So we're we're a bit of a strange one actually because we've never met each other um, in person. Obviously, we have our weekly podcast every single week. But um, Kenny, one of the hosts, she started this podcast. I think it was uh, August, maybe earlier, uh, with a different co-host. And then I think they couldn't do it anymore, or something changed. And Kenny posted in this Facebook group saying anyone want to be a co-host to a podcast basically and yeah so me Victoria and Jade we just kind of messaged her apparently all together um she originally I think she planned to have one co-host but now she has three (laughs) so here we are (laughs) okay and Victoria um tell me a little more about what you talk about weekly yeah so we literally talk about everything we talk about relationships breakups friendships mental health pretty much anything um and we all we all bring our different perspectives on it which is fun yeah that's great I love that that you have a a weekly girl talk to talk about everything that has to do with life and love that's a really great idea that's basically it (laughs) yeah so what what is your belief about sex right now? For the past year, what have you done sexually or t- talked about or not done because of the pandemic? <laughs> oh, it's been a struggle. It really has. <laughs> There's been a lot of, as some people may say, recycling of men. Because, <laughs> you know, you know, when, you know, you don't really particularly think you're going to go back to somebody, but you know, you're in a pandemic, the options aren't very, you don't have a lot of options, you know, that sounds really rude, but um, no, it's, it's no, been I weird. Yeah, oh, okay, cool, I'm not the only one. <laughs> it's been weird, because obviously, like, I come from a culture where women don't have sex. Well, obviously, they do, but if you ask anyone in the community, it's like, oh, no, 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 like, just just with my husband, no one else, but um, I'm very, I'm a very sex-positive person, so yeah, there's been I don't know there's there's just a weird little dynamic going on <laughs> Victoria yeah. you go because I'll I'll talk forever if you give me the chance I really will um 
I agree with Rosa. There's definitely been recycling going on. But in England right now, we're actually on full lockdown again, where we can't leave our house, etc. Um, so it's really hard. It is really hard to meet, like, new people. And you just end up, like, yeah, recycling people. But, I mean, that's such a... I don't know. I think it's harder to move on from people as well because you've got no new memories you can make with people. So in terms of sex life, I mean, I've had better years, put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so have you tried dating at all? Have you gone on any virtual dates or met people in person even though it's not allowed? (laughs) I mean... I, I well we've had so many lockdowns with so many different rules like the dating game has changed every single time so like mm. after the first lockdown obviously we were completely locked down for a few months and then as soon as sort of some stuff sort of open started opening up I went on like a few like pub dates <laughs> I guess um and then it turned into going for a walk and blah 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 but no I mean it's just almost impossible isn't it I think I agree with what Victoria said though it's it's difficult to get over people even though like if if it wasn't relationships and stuff you're familiar with them so you don't have to go into this weird sort of dating um but yeah dates have been awkward they're just really awkward (laughs) what about for you Victoria have you tried to meet people virtually or in any online groups um, well, this summer, we, we opened up a little bit with COVID, so I was able to kind of date semi-normal over summer, but then as, and then a little bit of autumn. But then as lockdown was coming in winter, no, I found it really hard. I've gone on like one, I think I've gone on a couple like social distance walk dates, and they didn't really go that well, like it wasn't really a vibe. <laughs> and then... Um, virtual dates like FaceTime dates no I mean to be honest right now in England I would actually go on like a walk date or a FaceTime date because it's just so bad in this lockdown but I just don't know if I can like I have to I I don't know I think it's a lot more of like it reminds me of like an older way of dating, like how old people would date or something. Like they're gonna FaceTime Aww. and like, hi. Like I'd rather be like vibing. So I don't know. Me. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I do have to say, even though it does feel like the way our grandparents dated, you know, it's kind of better because then you really get to know each other on an emotional level before just jumping into sex. So you can really see you have the same values and interests before just meeting in person and possibly getting a terrible illness. <laughs> and <Yeah>. so- <laughs> Wait, but have you ever, have you ever spoke to someone online? Cause I know I've done this loads in the past where I spoke online for weeks and thinking it's a vibe and like we get along so well and then you meet them in person and they're not even like what you expected at all. They're like, yeah. they're really, they seemed really outgoing, but they're really shy or something like that. Oh yeah, that is so common. That's, That's why 
I do recommend meeting in person as soon as possible mm-hmm. you have to see if you have chemistry, Like you can't tell, maybe you can have phone chemistry or zoom chemistry, but it's not the same as in person. Plus you have to see if you like their pheromones, like the, their smell and just the way they carry themselves. So yeah, meeting in person is definitely important, but with the current situation, all we can do now is just meet as many people as possible virtually. And then yeah. if you do think there could be a connection, then take it to the next step. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I need to get back out there, Rosa. I need to do it. <laughs> We're going to do it. 2021 is the year. We're going to just persevere through whatever the government seems to be throwing at us the government really is cock blocking everyone right now but yeah (laughs) Yeah, your country is cock blocking in our country everyone's just going about their day like there's nothing (laughs) I don't know what's better (laughs) I don't either (laughs) so what has been your experience with sex before the pandemic did you, you said that, Rosa, you said that you were told that sex was bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think, okay, yeah, I was 18 when I lost my virginity and that was to like a boyfriend. It wasn't a very serious one, but I very much had in my head, you can't lose your virginity to someone who isn't your boyfriend. That was unacceptable to me. Um, because of like obviously how I was raised and what I was taught at school and things like that Um, and then like when I broke up with that boyfriend I just kind of said to myself what was the point (laughs) like I went through all that drama and I mean the sex wasn't great and the sex wasn't really even a big part of it or the relationship so I said to myself before I went to uni um, because this was like kind of December-ish, January-ish, January-ish time. And then we broke up from school in like May. So I said to myself, I'm not going to get into another relationship again until I've kind of just, I really, really want to. And until I've like just done whatever I want to do when I want to do it. So I don't know, I kind of saw just sex as something for me after that. But before that, it was very much like my relationship with sex was like, oh, um, you have to be in a relationship um you have to like society can't say anything bad about you because they will if you have sex and blah 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 blah. so I mean that was a long journey um (laughs) I won't lie it was a very long journey to get to where I am now but um yeah I think a lot of young women are taught they should only have sex with a small amount of people or like with sorry specific people um and that even like they're not even taught that is for their own pleasure as well sometimes which I think we spoke about in one of our episodes um but yeah that that's my experience in a nutshell I guess yeah it makes sense um you're right um women are taught to only have sex with minimal people Hopefully, from the man's perspective, like he wants to be the only one, <laughs> his <Yeah>. woman. Is <laughs> but that's not how it works these days. And Rosa, I understand what you mean about wanting to have a boyfriend before losing your virginity. I had the same thought. So I also waited until I had a boyfriend and the time was right before I had sex. 
Yeah. So Victoria, let me hear your perspective about sex growing up. Um, I think it was it was ever changing. Um I think around 16, 17, I realized like the power of pussy basically and how um the games you can play and and how much how much um women are shamed for sex but also and in return of that how much power it gives us and how you can really mess around with that and not that that's a good thing but I think I I think at that age I was very interested in the full um the false narrative of like making men wait or like wait until this stage or I remember I used to analyze details of like this is ridiculous how men would speak to me um before I had sex with them and then afterwards like I would literally measure it in my mind that even when we would be like laid in bed straight afterwards I could tell straight away if it was like their opinion had gone down or it just stayed the same. And then as I got older, um, 19, 20, that completely changed. And I definitely don't sleep with <laughs> people that have these mindsets. Uh, but yeah, I think it's always changing. I think um, I still think pussy has a lot of power, but um <laughs> Yeah, it, it's something I, I it's something I grapple with a lot. I'm very interested in um, kind of women's work and and sex work and how that plays into like mainstream feminism and how we don't often talk about like the power of pussy and what you can what some people profit off of that as well as get objectified. Um, but in my personal life not that I'm a sex worker I mean in, in my outside of academics in my personal I don't I don't I try not put that onus on it anymore but then sometimes I do get reminders of oh actually sometimes like people are not as progressive not all yeah I guess it's just changing I don't have like one well, like sex is so much more complicated than we're taught it is sorry <laughs> um yeah. do you not think yeah yeah I like how you kept saying the power of the pussy it's true the pussy does have a lot of power and <laughs> a lot of women don't allow themselves to to have that power within them um they just let the man take charge but the woman like the femininity can be really powerful if you that yeah absolutely like we to be fair like women are so defined by their genitalia all the time aren't they yet when it comes to sex we're so restricted by society like we're always like women must give birth women must be angry because they're on their period and blah 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 like whenever it comes to anything else women are just like defined by their genitalia but when it comes to sex they're like oh oh no like women shouldn't be having sex not as much as men do um I always found that quite strange as well yeah yeah I guess just like it's a man's world or it was a man's world it's kind of still a man's world mm. the men yeah 
try to have all the power. So the women have to really just embrace their female energy and be as wonderful as they are. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) So what's your take on female masturbation? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know what? Obviously, pro masturbation all the way. But like, I remember because I went to an all girls school when I was at school, and I don't remember a single time anyone talking about masturbation. Um, and like, I always found that quite weird because I didn't know for, I don't even know how old I was. I think I must have been like late teens before I even knew women could masturbate which is strange isn't it going to an all-girls school like you assume that we'd be taught about our our bodies but no (laughs) um and then I remember like the boys school of like the equivalent school but the boys school they would always talk about masturbation like non-stop everything would be about masturbation but we didn't even know we could masturbate but definitely you know what like sometimes like (laughs) I used to think that when everyone was going oh if you're like my friends every now and then would be like you're being a bit moody like go have a wank and come back <laughs> like as a joke and I used to just think like oh they're just being like mean or whatever and now I really get it like when someone hasn't been laid in a while or someone hasn't like you know just masturbated in a while they're really stressed like it can really give <laughs> some stress like we need to just accept that <laughs> sometimes all you need is a little me time and it fixes things it's true I don't know if you heard about female hysteria it was a it was considered a a real diagnosis from a doctor it was in the late 1800s where women would go to the doctor saying they felt like anxious and and stressed out and just had all this like cooped up energy and depression they didn't know what to do and then the men would diagnose them with hysteria and actually finger them to to give them orgasms. This actually happened. There's a movie about it too, and a play. Um, The play is called In the Next Room. I actually starred in it. (laughs) I was the the doctor's wife in it who didn't understand why I was not allowed to get pleasure, but the doctor was helping all these other women. (laughs) So so funny. It was a real thing that happened where doctors would finger women to get rid of their hysteria. And then sometime, probably also in the late 1800s, a doctor created the vibrator because he was sick of fingering women all day long. <laughs> I'm shocked. Yeah. <laughs> this is real. So that's how the vibrator was created. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Oh, that's just so typical though, isn't it? It's like, oh, I'm sick of it. <laughs> I love, I love these. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I love that it has like medical benefits. I always do that. Like after masturbating, I'll Google the benefits of masturbation just to make me feel like I've done exercise or like <laughs> healthy, like just to make myself feel even better. So I like this story. But not not the fingering of the doctor part. That just sounds horrific. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? Oh, <laughs> and you know what? We just know that they did it. Like 
they did it to everyone. It, you'd just be like, I've got a headache. And really, it'd be a migraine. And they'd be like, well, <laughs> lay down. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it worked. I know there are a lot, a lot of men will do that to their girlfriends or wives now. If the woman is acting all crazy, the guy will just be like, all right, you need a good orgasm. It's true. You know, there's a lot of gals out there who, who their partners really don't know what they're doing. Get a vibrator, girl. Like, don't be ashamed about it. <laughs> just get it done. Yeah. So Victoria, um, what's your take on masturbation? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, you, like your story, Rosa, like I, I didn't know anything about it, but I just found it on like my own. It's just like, you know, like you, you just think, oh, this feels nice and you're a child and you're like, oh, but I remember feeling really, scared I remember feeling like what's this feeling and what am I doing I remember feeling like there was a camera in my bedroom and like my friends from school like my friends from primary school could see what I was doing and it was like so bad like a puppet secret and then I'm not even joking I think it took me to like 14 when my sister told me which I know is really old (laughs) it took me to like 14 when my sister said like oh yeah that's just normal I was like yeah I I didn't know what I was doing I just thought this is like a really weird thing that only me (laughs) that only like I do and now I'm like oh yeah it's so normal um yeah I'm all I'm all for it I would say like yeah no I'm not gonna say that yeah I'm all for it (laughs) you know I'm not sure um what kind of education you got in school but in the United States at least where I grew up there wasn't much talk about sex we talked about STDs and how you shouldn't have sex because then you can get STDs and get pregnant but there was not any talk about masturbation at least not for women I know the like the girls and boys separated to talk about their genitalia so I'm not sure what the boys talked about, but for the girls, it was mainly about getting your period and about pregnancy and how you need to do whatever you can to not get pregnant when you're a teenager. Yeah. Yeah, it was same for us, really. Yeah, so similar. Was, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame they didn't talk about how healthy and beneficial masturbation is. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, in some weird twist of fate, I genuinely think less teenagers would probably be having sex if they knew how to masturbate. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, just if you could do it yourself, why settle for someone you don't like? Or you just really want to have sex with, you know? Um, obviously, like, <laughs> that's just me talking off the top of my head (laughs) no I agree I feel like you could also show your partner I feel like because I had so much shame around it in my later teens I knew it was like a normal thing but I also had shame because none of my friends talked about it so I could never show my partner like how I like to come or like what I like because I didn't want like them to know that I did this even whereas now I'd be like okay let me show you what I like yeah (laughs) (laughs) no literally I think I was I must have been at least 20 I'm 23 now but I know it's not a long time but like I must have been at least like 20 
or 21 before I had the confidence to even talk to um like my partner about what I wanted because it it really took like I have I have a lot of like guy friends just because like I do <laughs> I also have a lot of gal friends but it was one of my guy friends that literally we were really really drunk and we were kind of just like eating pizza and he was like Rosie you've got to tell guys what you want like we're stupid we don't know what you want <laughs> and he was like there's nothing better than a girl literally telling you what they want because then you know you're doing it right and then you know they're enjoying it as much as you are and it's just nice and I was thinking okay <laughs> that's a perspective I didn't think about before <laughs> and honestly it's a game changer to be honest it really is yeah yeah um you agree Victoria yeah yeah I mean sometimes I still get shy when they're like oh what do you want tell me what you want and I'm like okay. <laughs> um, but yeah to be honest I have bad communication skills so I'm not the person to talk about this but I think you should you should say what you want and I think it works better for both parties if you do that oh yeah I need to remind myself of this yes, communication is the most important thing when you're with someone especially if it's the first time like if it's if you're just together and doing sexual stuff you need to tell the person what you like and don't like otherwise it's not going to be a pleasant experience for you so make sure you tell the person all of your desires <laughs> that's so true yeah I want that plastered across every billboard oh <laughs> <laughs> we are desires <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes tell me your desires and the power of the pussy <laughs> exactly yeah. I just keep remembering this one scene from I think it was Friends of Benefits of like Bela Coolis and um Justin Timberlake and he's like going down on her she literally pulls him up he's like are you trying to dig your way down to China like <laughs> and that never made sense to me and then all of a sudden it did and I was like she, oh, she she's no, doing what we thing. need <laughs> yeah that's one thing I can't stand like bad head like if you're not good at giving head oh my god that's just me out yeah yeah but unless you say something the person will never know they'll just assume that yeah exactly the longest time I just sat there for many minutes just being like oh god <laughs> like, I really want this to end <laughs> but I don't want to hurt their ego when really I could have just been like stop <laughs> let's yeah, do something grab, else <laughs> grab the hair and be like sorry <laughs> yeah exactly or just literally say anything sexy in the moment and guys just don't care I mean I can only speak for guys because that's that's the only people I sleep with but <laughs> In the moment, if someone said something to me, like they'd get away with a lot more than if I wasn't in the moment. Do you get what I mean? Like, do you ever think about things? Sorry, I'm really taking over. <laughs> do you ever like think about things um, that you said like in the moment, and then when you're over it, you think, "Oh, like did I really say that?" Do you get what I mean? Like when you cringe yeah. at yourself. Yeah. yeah, I get that. Yes, it's it's difficult to decide how honest you have to be because you, yeah, you don't want to like put a big blow to their ego and then mm -hmm. clam up and never want to touch you again. So there's a fine line between being nice and being honest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I agree. I completely agree. <laughs> yes. 
So before we end the podcast, do either of you have anything else to add about sex or dating or relationships or masturbation? <laughs> Everything we've talked about today. Um, I think, <laughs> I mean, I don't know who wants my wisdom or how much of it I even have, but I think one thing that no one really told me that I had to figure out on my own was you don't have to wait for the third date to sleep with someone because every time I've done that and like say if you know you want to sleep with them and blah 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 like if if say like I want to sleep with them and I know and I'm thinking no not until the third date not until the fifth date not until whenever I'm gonna be more likely to accept things that I wouldn't normally accept because I do want to get to that third date and subconsciously I'm just like putting it to the back of my mind because I want to sleep with them you know like if you want to sleep with them sleep with them and if they're the type of person who is going to judge you and isn't going to respect you after that then they're not the type of person you need in your life anyway (laughs) so if you want to get some get some that's I don't know I wish someone had told me that (laughs) ages ago (laughs) Okay. All right. <laughs> Rosa's words of wisdom. If you want to sleep with them, then sleep with them. Yeah, <laughs> and Victoria, do you have any final words for us? Um, no, I guess just for power of pussy. Yeah. Just know you were and, and know you got power. Um, yeah. Like Rosa, sleep with them. If you want to sleep with them, wear if you want to wear, um, yeah okay victoria's words of wisdom the power of the pussy i love it okay thank you everyone for listening um you just heard two of the members from toss it out Uh, what are the names of the other members so we've got jade and we've got kenny the other ones okay well we're missing two but it was great to have rosa and victoria with us today so yeah, thank you, you for having us. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yes, thanks for being here. I am Rachel Shear, and you've been listening to the podcast Let's Sexplore It. See you next time. Bye, guys.